change, they want me to change, but I ain't changing, nah, I remain the same. And you are not tuned in to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always, on the mighty, 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 mighty Nerd DJs Radio Network. Uh, you, you, you already know, man. You got to be a legend to come on the show. And today is absolutely no exception. We got Shabazz, the OG, who really needs no introduction. Uh, what's good, King? How you doing? What's poppin', Playboy? Yeah, I ain't heard that in a long-ass time. <laughs> <laughs> what's good with you, man? How's life? How's your family? Everything and everybody is good. Thanks for asking. Okay, no complaints, man. No complaints. Man, you like the calmest nigga on the planet. Do you be. get angry? Yes. You just, just don't show it publicly. The public don't make me mad. Fair enough. You know what I mean? And I'm, you know, I, I think, um, I think it's important to uh to remember, like when we on these devices and. And on these platforms, and even though you know most of us speaking our truths and you know keeping it what we say real or keeping it a hundred, keeping it a buck, and all that, I think you still have to show some type of resolve, even when you you know even when you're keeping it real, because it's still a time and place for everything, right? And yes, I just, I just, you know, very conscientious about being too overly emotional or aggressive or too reactive you know because at the end of the day we're still talking to a phone right we talking to a device <laughs> so if y'all and most of the times this is the only time a lot of people get to see me so imagine that you saw me too often and i'm on this device going crazy like something wrong with him um well there are quite a few people that do just that and I could, and I be thinking something wrong with him. <laughs> <laughs> so I do my best for that not to be me. Yo, is there anything that's just off limits you don't want to talk about? Like, like, like you won't uh, have a reaction to? Um, I'm gonna have a reaction to everything, anything that you speak about. Um, whether or not I go in depth with it or not will be, remain to be seen. But no water's deep too deep to travel. Like I say all the time, I tell people. If got a topic that i'm not interested in discussing or i don't really have you know an opinion or thought on you know i don't have a problem saying that what made you decide to share your thoughts with the world in in this forum um on my platform yeah on your instagram um it wasn't a plan it wasn't a plan i didn't i didn't it wasn't um it wasn't a um it wasn't a targeted mission i'll call it it was something that happened to come about you know just from my daily organic routines you know posting on my page um speaking about things going on in our culture socially romantically you know uh, and once i started posting certain content you know then i started getting i started garnishing certain types of attention mm -hmm. um, the first time i went viral was uh when Meek Mill reposted one of my videos, shout out to Meek, my man. Um, and then once the, as the page continued to grow, I started to, I kind of started to um, interact more with the, with the supporters and the followers and the DM and all of that. And when people started to really let me know, Hey, you know, I really follow you. I love what you do. And, you know, that post that you put up really resonated with me. And, you know, I really learned a lot from that. I started to see that there was a place, you know, for what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I just continued with it. And it was easy because all I was doing was being myself. I didn't have to, you know, do a proposal for this or write out a business plan or scratch my head too hard about, damn, how you gonna get the followers? Okay, so how you gonna keep them engaged? Okay, so how you gonna get them to like the stuff? Like, I just came on and, be, and 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 delivered my authentic self, and it worked. You ever do a a video and look back on it and say I was wrong? Um, there could be. 
Because there's been times that I had to correct myself, and I don't mind that. I'm okay with that, because I believe in, I believe in in uh, I believe in good intent. So if I say anything, no matter what it may be or about, I'm always delivering with good intention, right? Mm -hmm. um, if something that I say can be refuted intelligently and factually, then you know, I have no problem retracting. I have no problem. And I come back on my page. Like if, if I'll come back on the page and say I was wrong, I'll come back okay. and say, hey, I got some new information and what I said was inaccurate. You know, I don't have a problem with that. Um, yes, I do look back and see where I've grown in terms of delivery and, 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 and diction. Um, I can see where I've grown. You know, I used to be very, uh, I used to use a lot of profanity early on and <laughs> a, a lot. So I wanted to make sure I got away from that. You know, I didn't want to be one of those guys who people love what I do and say, but I was too hard on their ears. I got you. So that's one thing that I look back on and say, wow, you know, I'm glad I was um, conscious enough, humble enough, you know, and respectful of the platform enough to uh, to transition out of that type of dialogue. So let's say you get the uh, you get the power to turn social media off. Completely for a day, for a week. Would you? And for how long? You said if I had the chance to? Yeah. Um, I never really thought about that. Could I? Absolutely. You know, I not could. just for you. I'm talking about period. Oh, you mean just to completely do away with it for a certain amount of time or forever? Um, no, because social media is a very integral tool if used correctly. Um, what we're witnessing and experiencing is not something that has made people be a certain way. We just have a platform to see how people really think and how people really are. Mm. So you kind of need this in a lot of ways so you can know what you're dealing with. Because so many people come on here and really be themselves and really be transparent, which is why a lot of corporate structures, you know, use your social media for or against you in the interview process because this is where a lot of people come to show you who they really are and what they really stand for so are there certain components and elements that i could erase absolutely but to do away with the technology altogether no i think it's useful i think a lot of i think more good has come from it than bad oh i don't know I don't know, because a lot of people put on put on the front for social media that may not otherwise do so. That's true. But what I mean when people come to be them actual selves, meaning if you come on social media and act a certain type of way, and then in your real life people know that not to be you, where are you really being phony at? Are you being phony in your real life or are you being phony on social media? A lot That's of people question. are living a facade. The real them sometimes is displayed on social media because that's where they feel free. Mm. A lot of people feel free in that space. In their real life, they have certain places, people and things that they have to conform to. I see what you're saying. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Granted, we see a lot of we see a lot of buffoonery and and understandably so why a lot of people may feel like it has changed people. But if you really look at a lot of the behaviors, a lot of the music, a lot of the dressing, a lot of the uh, behavior, none of these things are the, are a reinvention of the will. We just didn't have camera phones in the 70s and 80s, in the 90s. 
to display some of the behaviors. But the music is 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 not so far gone and removed that we have to forget, you know, the pioneers of raunchy music, you know, uh, raunchy dancing. Like these things are not new. It's just now we with this technology, it's able to be put in your face so much that it it it, it makes you feel like, God damn, where did this come from? But then you have to remind yourself <laughs> it's been here all along. I think they took the power out of the, the average person and put it more so into the, the, the corporations with respect to the narratives that they push in. Like, yeah, you had Millie Jackson back in the, what, 70s, who was a wild motherfucker. You had, I, mm -hmm. I seen some lady back in the 20s that was just off the charts. But she knew and everybody around her knew you could only go do that crazy stuff on Street X. Mm -hmm. Now, the big corporations, like, and, and no disrespect to Ice Spice, she's not one of the worst, but I see an Ice Spice Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Mm -hmm. I saw that. It's like, that, that is the machine telling us in their own way, this is acceptable because we're telling you it's acceptable. No, without a doubt. And then when you and then if you try to refute it or dispute it, you're gonna have people to say, "Oh, why y'all hating on it? At least she getting money, or she could be doing this, or she could be doing that." So, a lot of unconventional behaviors and and, and things have become acceptable simply because it's a dollar attached to it. Yeah, yeah. Your your boy Mayweather. Mm -hmm. He got a little something to, to do with that. Is that fair? What you mean? He promoted, I mean, like, I think he promoted the success more than the, than the work by far. Like, I don't recall anybody really having money, like, on display before him. Mm -hmm. And I think he set a bad trend. And I don't think he meant to do it. I don't think it was anything malicious. But at the end of the day, the end result was, you know, now you got a million niggas out here with money, the money phone and random money everywhere who not necessarily put in the same work and effort that Floyd did. But is that his fault? How is it not? How, he put the well, work in. He I wouldn't say things. he's a, he ain't a hundred percent, you know, responsible, but, but he shares some he of the responsibility. But you said he didn't show the work. He showed the money. Yes. He absolutely showed the work. What was he doing in the ring if he wasn't showing the work? His work spoke for itself. You could see him at work. When he I say the work, hour, he had twenty-four. What was the twenty-four-seven on Showtime, showing behind the scenes? He always was. He's always been video. He's always been videotaped working out. He's always been recorded training. He's always been recorded preparing for a fight, and. For as long as I can remember, his fights have always been televised. So how can people not see the work that he was putting in? He's he has a he doesn't have a corporate job where he sits behind, you know, closed doors and then mm -hmm. nobody sees him until he's showing off his money. Mm -hmm. No, if you pay attention to him, his work is public. He's he's his his job is public. Every time he goes to work, there's a million cameras on. Every time he goes to work. A network is filming it. Every time he goes to work, somebody is paying to see him do it. So how was he not showing the work? Fair enough. I, I, I guess the way I look at it is that, A, the, the workout stuff is not publicized. Even though it's it's public, it's not publicized like the other stuff. And I understand he, he why. He saw the fight. Let's, 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 let's remove the workouts in the rehearsals. Let's just but go that, ain't the, the that ain't the work. That's the end result of the work. No, the fight, the fight yeah. itself. The fight itself is really the end result of all the hours and millions of hours that he put in, in the gym, running down the streets, working out, you know, sparring. You know, that's the work, the way I look at it. The the, the fight is basically, it, it, it's just the result of all that work. But that's, the, but that's the job. That's like watching your favorite NFL team. Mm -hmm. Are we going to say that these teams, NBA teams, NFL teams, baseball teams, we don't see them at practice. Are we going to say they don't work on Sundays we on, when they're on that field? That's not the real work. That's the end result of the work. 
No, that's the work. I guess it depends on how you're looking at it. I feel you on that one. How how you meet dude though? How did you end up meeting uh, Floyd? We met um, about six years ago. We was introduced to each other by a mutual friend after uh, he was watching uh, my social media platform, and uh, you know he liked what I was doing. And you know, in true Floyd fashion, when he sees someone in the black community that captures his attention and he likes what they're doing. He has no problem forming an alliance with those people or that person. And he did the same thing with me. He, uh, somebody on his team, his assistant at the time, my friend Kichi, rest in peace to her, um, knew me and they had a conversation and, and, and he told her that he wanted to meet me and she made the meeting happen and we've been friends ever since. So it's more than just a business relationship then? It's not a business relationship at all. It's all friendship and family. I'm not in business with Floyd. I don't wear the I don't wear the hats. I'm not a paid promoter to wear the hats. I'm not wearing the hats uh, for you know for for merchandising deal. I wear the hats because I'm supportive of him and he's supportive of me and he's given me free reign to utilize his brand to my benefit at my discretion. So if I want to go and and start my own brand, you know, with the TMT attached to it, I can. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You don't see. You don't hear that very often. Yeah, no, but that's why a lot of people can't really tell me anything when it comes to him, you know, because he catches a lot of flack amongst black people. And is he perfect? No. Does he make mistakes? Absolutely. He's human, but he doesn't get the credit that he deserves because our people are notorious when it comes to him. For wanting to dictate what he should do and how and if he lived his life trying to please everybody he would be broke and he would be unpopular okay gotta it, it gotta mean something to at some you know at some point please the collective sometimes no um it depends on your on your tolerance level if you were if, if you were Floyd Mayweather and the very people that you love, that you know you love, that you do so many things for um, behind closed doors and openly, but every time you turn around, it's black people who saying you're dumb. It's black people who saying you can't read and making jokes about you. It's black people who saying, oh, he could have he spent that money on that car. He could have did this over here. It's your own people who has the most negativity to say about you. Um, again, we're talking about a human being, a person mm -hmm. with flesh and blood and bones and feelings and emotions. At some point, where do you draw the line and say, you know what, I'm going to do what I want to do the way I want to do it for who I want to do it for. And whoever don't like it, I'm cool with that. At what point do you reach that point? Yeah, you guys, it's like, I don't, I will say the nigga catches a lot of heat. Unnecessarily, because like I always say, him and I was just at his house a couple nights ago, and we was kind of talking about this, this, we was having this conversation. One thing I value about my friendship with him and my friendship with my peers and my collectives, we stand on what's right, not who's right. And most of the time, when you have somebody, or when you see someone or hear someone, who has a problem with Floyd, mm -hmm. nine out of 10 times, it's not about right and wrong. It's about what they agree with or disagree with about what he's doing or saying. If he's wrong, we're gonna have a conversation like brothers. But if you just merely disagree with him, you can't make your disagreeing and your opinion a fact. And that's what a lot of people tend to do. <laughs> A lot of people don't agree with something that he does and it makes them feel like they hate him or they have to say something derogatory about him. And when it comes down to it, okay, well, what did he do that was wrong? And most people don't have a wrong that they can pinpoint. It's just something that he did that they don't agree with. I feel you on that. Um, like I, I, I definitely was not feeling the whole sense in uh, his plane full of supplies over to Israel. Why not? Because they don't like us. Who don't like us? 
to Israel. Israel don't like us, meaning black people. Yes, and they have made that they have made that abundantly clear. Even matter of fact, I saw uh, I didn't know for one until up until last week that there was actually a Miss Black Israel. I, I think that's her title. But anyway, they she had a little video out, and she was you know saying that that that, that we black people should uh, be supportive. Despite, and she was admitting their treatment of black people. And now, now I, I, I got the same energy for America. Right. But but you still live here, right? Uh, yeah. You still make money here, right? I do. You still pay taxes here, right? Unfortunately. Right. So you might not like it. You might not like them. They might not like you. But when it's all said and done, you're doing what you what? You're doing what you got to do, correct? And I'm also doing what I can in my lane to change things for my grandkids. No, and that's fine. I get that. But let's stay on the surface. Okay. You're in a country that don't like you. Yeah. You work in a country that don't like you. Absolutely. You pay bills and taxes in a country that don't like you. Mm -hmm. There's other countries that do like you. But you don't go to those countries. You stay here where your foundation is, and you make do with what you have. We have people who get up every day, mm -hmm. go to their 9 to 5, they're 7 to 3.30, they 11 to 7, they overnight shift, whatever it may be. And they know they work for a racist. They know they work for somebody who don't like them. They know they work for somebody who, if they could at any moment, would replace them. But yet and still, if you tell that person to quit that job, that person is going to say, I can't, because this is where my financial interest lies. And I'm doing what I got to do. So now let's fast forward to Floyd. Okay. If Floyd is in business with these people, and this is where he make millions of dollars at, he has real estate properties all throughout New York with this group of people. He makes millions of dollars with this group of people. This group of people put hundreds of millions of dollars in his pocket. That's his financial interest. Why is he wrong for supporting his financial interest on his level where people on the lower level do the same exact thing every day kind of goes back what you said earlier like i don't i i, I it's not really a right or wrong it's right. how i feel exactly and that's what i'm saying you in your profession and in your lane and in your life you're doing what you have to do yeah. it's not like somebody is forcing you or making you do it against your will you're just doing what's in the best interest of you in his situation Floyd employs an abundance of people, majority of them black and minority. He has a family that he takes care of. He's invested in health care. He's, he's sent a, an, an enormous amount of people through college. But there's a lot of things that this man does with his money that goes unspoken because he simply doesn't, he, he simply doesn't choose to broadcast everything that he does because at some point, you start to feel like you're trying to be impressive, and that's not what he's trying to do because people are going to have something to say about him either way. What I'm saying is, throughout his tenure and his career, mm -hmm. over a course of time, this is what he has built, and this is the business alliance, or these are the business alliances that he built his wealth with. So it has nothing to do with the war. It has nothing to do with not liking or not caring that people are losing their lives. It has nothing to do with the above. He simply, in my opinion, is protecting and standing with his financial interest, just like everybody else does on a regular and consistent basis. People just think because he's black and he has a certain amount of money that what they do don't apply to his level. But it's the same thing. What they say, same devils, different levels. So I people mean, he, really he could choose to just he could choose to just do nothing. Say that again. He could choose to just do nothing. Again, why would he choose to do nothing if this is his financial interest? Because I don't think anybody would, would begrudge him on either side of, of the situation if he just sent his thoughts and prayers. Well, if you read what he said in his statement, that's essentially what he did. He just said he stood with Israel while he was doing it. He said he, he said that he his 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 um his sympathies was to humankind. He wanted God to bless America. God blessed humankind. Mm -hmm. That's part of his statement. He didn't leave anybody out. 
You know, someone else, someone else said to me, oh, I just, even if he felt like that, I wish he had kept it to himself. Why? Why can't he, if that's where, if that's his stance, why not take that, why not broadcast his stance if that's what it is? Again, people want him to appease their feelings and emotions or what they think he should do. They don't care that he's standing with them. I just wish he didn't say he stood with them. Why? Again, people get up every day and go work their fingers to the bone for somebody who they know don't like them. You know the difference, though? If I'm working for, and, and I'm not saying that I am, but if I'm working for somebody that I know is racist and that person gets into a car accident, I'm not sending them no money. I'm not signing no card for their ass. It's a business transaction. No more, no less. I have absolutely no sympathy, no empathy, nothing for what transpires to that racist individual. I, I just that. want the company. I just want the company to keep going. No, I understand that, and 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 that is a personal approach, and that is a personal right. Yeah, yeah. You know, it is. again, everybody's situation is different. Yeah, I feel you. You know, on that. a lot of the, a, a Floyd aside, a lot of athletes, the teams, corporations, they said they stood with Israel. You know why? Financial interests. Yeah. You know, we're not going to act like we don't know who runs media. We're not going to act like we don't know who runs entertainment. Yeah. You know, so for a lot of people, it behooved them to say who they stood with. And again, has nothing to do with the war. Has nothing yeah. to do with who's being harmed. I can't I can't even argue the point there because I'm not about to go pay Floyd's bills. It yeah. is what it is. And if that nigga go broke tomorrow... Much as I think he's a good fighter, hey, you just be broke. Yeah, because nobody's going to do nothing for him. Yeah, I, I'm not, and I'm not even going to lie about it. I don't, I'm not in the position to, you know. Uh, and I don't know if this is like when when Muhammad Ali, uh, when he decided he was not going to be drafted, mm -hmm. and the other brothers, the other athletes of his time held him down. I don't think we got that same love, even even amongst the athletes on his level. No, we don't have that love amongst us as black people. We don't have that love amongst us as black people. The love that black people had for one another in the 70s is different. 60s is way yeah. different. It's not yeah. the same. It's not. It's so not. This, that's, that stretches beyond athletes sticking together. We as a people, even though crime has always been around and think once upon a time, being black meant something. To us all. To us all. Yeah. To all black people. Can we change Stay that? Say loud and I'm black and I'm proud was a real thing. Can we change that? Do you think? Are you optimistic? Um, I'm realistic. I would love to see it change and I believe it's changing on its own in certain sectors. But ultimately and overall, overall, do I believe we'll see those times again? No, I'm not confident that we will. I think the level of calamity that would have to to fall on us would be unlike anything we've seen since slavery to, to bring us back together like that. Yeah, I, again, I'm not confident in it. I know my old ass ain't going to see it. <laughs> I don't know how old you are, bro, but I know I am not going to see that. And I, unfortunately, I, you know, I, I I have absolutely no delusions of grandeur with that respect. Right. All right. So let me ask you this. I heard you say uh, that there are good cops. Mm hmm. My only point of contention with that is that the good cops don't say shit. Right. Therein makes them not good cops. It makes them more well-behaved cops. But to say good is implying that they are looking out for the greater good of us all when they're not. They're looking out for good their brethren. When I say good, I mean people. When I say good, I mean, I'm not speaking about them as officers. I mean people as individuals. Okay. Why you make that distinction? 
Um, because I know some good people who are police officers who care about what's being done and who don't support what's being done. But I also feel, even though I know them, love them, revere them, and respect them, I still hold them in that same contempt for not being vocal. Okay. And again, it goes back to people protecting their financial interests. As good as this person, I'm not going to say you're not a good person because you're not saying anything. I know you would love to say something, but I also know that you can without repercussion. I do know some police officers who were on the force for a certain amount of time and just couldn't take it. And they did quit. So I know both sides. I know some officers who have resigned because of police misconduct and nothing being done about it. And they just decided, like, I just can't do it. Yeah. And I think sometimes us as black people, we feel like in order for us to prove that we're against something, we have to be willing to lose. We have to be willing to miss out. We have to give up our job. We have to prove a stance. And like you said a few minutes ago, who going to do something for those people if they make that decision? So it's a very hard place to be stuck in, and I get it. But I say I know that there's good cops because I know that there are good people who happen to be police officers who don't support the behaviors that we see. Unfortunately, those same good cops, I have to hold in contempt if they don't say anything. I understand why, but something has to happen. Something has to be changed. And what comes, what change will that be remains to be seen because the police construct is what it is. It was designed to be what it is from the beginning of time. And, and they still operate. That's why they have certain laws and regulations that protect them, right? So, again, as a black man, there's stigma placed on black men. I don't like those stigmas placed on me because of what another black man did. So, therefore, I personally don't place that stigma on police officers as a whole. I don't stereotype because I don't like to be stereotyped. That's me. I'm gonna treat every person as an individual. A cop can pull me over today. I'm not gonna handle him based on what I saw on a social media post yesterday. I'm gonna deal with that cop based on the way that cop is dealing with me. Hmm. That's a tough one. And the, like the older I get, the more the more I've gone gray, the less uh, uh, of a threat I, I I'm seen as. So I think my experience with the cops is less confrontational at this point. I got a good job, you know, my 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 license is good. I got insurance, and I don't have the time nor the energy nor the money to waste yelling at this nigga because I know how it's gonna end. Although their approach towards me, once they see I'm just an old guy in the car, is different than how they approached me when I was 25. I get that. I mean, I think, I think, I think approach and reception go hand in hand. I think circumstances, I think all of these things play a part in the interaction. I think the younger people, the younger you are when you learn about police interaction, the better you know how to interact with them. Right now, in today's climate, too many people are looking for their moment to combat the police. I believe a lot of people carry a chip. So when the police do happen to stop them or they are interacting with the cops, you are already looking for a problem. A lot of people are. A lot I of think that's are. on both sides of the fence. Yeah, I it's tension. Yeah. But again, I personally believe that the, 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 the person, the civilian, holds the better cards when it comes to dealing with police. Because if I'm in my car and I'm pulled over, I'm 25 years old and I have an understanding about police interaction, and the police comes to my car 
and say, get the fuck out the car. I already know not to say, but who the fuck are you talking to? That's not even their response. Once they show you aggression, they going, they already went high. You might as well just go low. Because, and I'm not saying that to say be less than a man. I'm not saying that to say tuck your tail between your legs. I'm telling you, if that's the gauge he set, that's the gauge you follow. Follow that gauge. Unless you're in, unless you're one of those people, like some of these, some guys that I know, they're going to give him the same energy. They're going to fight. It's going to, it's, it's going to go all the way in the left field. So it's just a matter of what you're, what you are personally equipped to do. to do. Yeah, I, you know what? It is tucking your tail, but I, it's a, a that wouldn't be the first time that you had to tuck your tail because there's certain places in the hood you're gonna tuck your tail if you want to maintain your existence. And I, you know, call it what you want. You know, I, I got, but you know, pride. It's a lot of dead pride, a lot of dead egos. Yeah, I mean, and, and 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 if you could put those emotions to the side for about thirty-two seconds, you can get through it. That's tough to do, though, uh, as a man. Yeah, I mean, sometimes tough is necessary, though. So it may be tough, but it's necessary to do it. I mean, because it's like this: you're in that moment. You're not in that moment with your boys. You're not in that moment with social media. You're not in that moment. You are the person in that moment. What do you have to do in that moment for you to survive? You have to have the wherewithal and the bandwidth to gauge that. And that's where accountability and discipline comes in at. This is your moment. What do you know what do you know what to do in this moment? Do you that's have kids, bro? And the young you are as a black man. The younger you are learning what to do in that moment, the better off you will be. Yeah, kids, bro. Yes, I have a 26-year-old son and a 32-year-old daughter and three grandkids. So I got I got, I got three daughters and six grandkids. You do you did you have that talk with your son? Absolutely. How old? Once he started driving. How did that make you feel that you felt that you had to have that talk with him. I mean, I grew up in the street. I, I've been to the penitentiary. I done dealt with I dealt with cops most of my young adult and adult life. So I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't have a feeling about it. I just knew it was necessary. It was more transactional. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't something that I. It didn't weigh heavy on my heart. It didn't make me feel like, damn, it's fucked up. I gotta have this conversation. No, the conversation was had because it was necessary. And my son is very, um, my son is very observing of his mother and I and his stepfather and his surrounding support system. So my son practically organically moves the way we do. Okay. A lot of things he wasn't even verbally taught to do. A lot of things my son does and a lot of the ways that he moves is based on how he was raised. So it's almost like he he's a primary example of it's in him, it's not on him. Damn, how long did you do in the joint? I was uh, I was up Jersey State for 16 months, 14 months. Other 16 months I did on parole. I had a three-year sentence. Okay. That sucks. Yeah, it did. did. Did, did you learn from it? I never went back. <laughs> I, I safe to say, yeah, you did. <laughs> never went back. Yo, um, how come brothers can't have this con these type of conversations more often? I have them all the time. When people talk to me, when people interview me, my book, when they talk about my book, like, these are the conversations that I have. See, because I go to prisons, detention centers, schools, youth summits. Like, I go to these kind of places and speak. So this is right up my alley. I have these conversations frequently. I'll be at, I'll be in Tallahassee next week, God willing, at a, uh, at a youth prison. And then at a youth event after I leave the prison speaking. This is what I do. I talk about this all the time. 
What's the biggest question that the kids ask you? Um, it's an, it, it, it varies because every group is different. So there's not a conventional question I can say I received. Um, but I will say a lot of the times, one of the main questions is how do you keep from going back? Mm. And my bad, I was just looking at somebody was agreeing with you about, about, about Mayweather had, having a lot of videos of him doing road work and sparring 20 plus rounds and such. And shout out to Black Gun Owners Magazine, man. It's definitely my guy and absolutely a, a friend of the show. Do you feel that you have to defend too much when, when you do these interviews? No, never. I don't even feel like I be, I don't even feel like I have to defend Floyd. You know, um, I, I'm such a fair guy and unbiased and impartial with the way I do things. I think that's why I survived the streets. That's why I survived prison. That's why my life goes the way it goes, because I really play fair ball. Right. OK. And and I'm a thinker. I'm, I'm not um, I'm not I'm not a uh, I'm not an emotional mover. Um, so even when it comes to. Because when it comes to Floyd, people always come to me. Uh, oh, man did this or your man did that. And I don't feel like I have to defend him. Um, what I like to do with people is lay out facts and give them an opportunity to see outside of what it is they perceive. Okay. And typically people will change their own mind when I do it that way. Getting defensive is not going to do anything. Feeling like I have, you know, I don't have the, I don't, I'm, he's not accused of anything um, formally. So there's no need to defend what I can say I've done in a lot of cases when it comes to him, particularly, I've rerouted a lot of people's thinking. Because I a, lot of, a lot of people, because they fall into what everybody else is saying, or they fall into what, being popularly said or they fall into their own perception and then when they talk to somebody who loves him who's friends with him who really knows the difference between floyd and money may then it's like oh damn i didn't think about it that way but i don't be mad at people because of course you didn't because all you know is what you hear other people say and what you concluded on your own through media so a lot of people don't like Money Mayweather. Most people don't even know Floyd. And I think that's intentional on his part. It had to be. Because I think once upon a time, he probably tried to be for the people. And I think, when I think, it hurts him as a black man to hear and see black people have so much negative, know so many negative things to say about him when he hasn't done anything to anybody. There was a time when him and 50 Cent did not see eye to eye. Mm -hmm. And I think 50 Cent laid a lot of the groundwork for the the narrative of, of Floyd. That he just can't... It's the same thing with Ja Rule. He did the same thing. He, mm -hmm. he, he, he put the groundwork down so so deeply that 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 people have seemed to just just get stuck viewing both of them the same way that 50 cent said we should view them i can see that i can see that and again it's unfortunate for those people because again aside from him being flesh and bones and blood like the rest of us and him being a human and a man the man still got feelings. The man still got emotions. He hurt just like everybody else. And it's hurtful. It's hurtful to see and hear a collective of your own people have so much negativity to say about you. Unwarranted. Okay. Let's 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 switch to because I see the lot like there was only one criticism that I've seen about like of you. 
and that was the polite situation and that was and that had nothing to do with me that was i guess even, even feel that like was, you're supposed to say something that, that either i didn't see or they didn't see well a lot of people make that mistake they make two mistakes one sometimes i say things when people haven't seen me say it mm -hmm. other part is people forget that they don't dictate if or when i say something about what i want to say on this platform a lot of people feel like they can determine when you're supposed to speak about something or if you're supposed to speak about it. So if you don't, and, and it's not in their time span, then, oh, well, why you take so long? Or what are you waiting for? Or you say something about everything else, why you ain't say something about this? Not knowing, Brother Polite and I had a rapport. Brother Polite mm -hmm. and I were not friends we didn't talk on the phone we didn't hang out and go to dinners together we met mutually through floyd's events and we established a rapport exchanged phone numbers in that regard right so if you see me in a picture with a person that doesn't mean that that person is my friend that doesn't mean that that person is my man that doesn't mean that I'm a supporter of that person and all things concerning that person. Facts. And what people did is they took a picture and they and ran, ran with the it. picture. Yeah. I seen, I, I seen that same picture on so-and-so's podcast or on so-and-so's uh, blog. or. You and you know, know why? Because that's, that's why? all See they that got. that same picture? Because it's the only picture in existence. There is no other picture to have. There is no other picture. And that doesn't piss you off? Of course it does, but I still know how to react to it. I don't. I had one guy who was so obsessed with me that every other day you, he's on, on on the internet saying I'm a pedophile, calling me a pedophile, saying that I mess with 11 and 12 year old girls. But he's saying this about me with my With my picture up. Are you serious? But I absolutely. But I completely ignored him. Yo. And the oddly, I, I I I haven't seen that, but something tells me I'm familiar with who you're talking about. Yeah, you know these guys be completely obsessed, man. You know, like these are people that has never met me in person. Never met me in real life. Never shook my hand. Never looked me in my eyes as a man. But again, what Floyd goes through, I go through. I go through it. And what I've noticed about guys like this is they really are fans. They really want to be supporters. They really want to be included. Because if you respond to them and say something to them, then they'd say, you know, I was just trying to get your attention, big homie, man. I, I actually love what you do. Why punch down, though? They don't got yeah. no other punch to throw. They know they're not on the level. Exactly. They know, well, I, they, I they, you have to ask yourself, as a man, like, as a man, I could never... I can never, whether we're on social media or not, I can never just go around and tag a man's name with something without knowing anything about this man. Never. I can never personalize something that another man is doing who I don't know and consume myself with that man. Any other man who does that has to look in the mirror and question himself. You know, and so when, a, so when a man does that to me, I know how to simply remove myself. I know how to ignore you, and I know how to act like you never existed. Chances are we're never going to see each other because my network is not yours. We don't run in the same places. We're not clicked up with the same people. And if for whatever reason we did happen to cross paths, chances are the energy wouldn't be the same. Why? Because it doesn't have, there's no reason for it. You really don't have a reason to not like me. 
You have no reason to dislike me. I've never done anything to you. I've never said anything about you. I have. I don't owe you any money. So what's our problem? I didn't fuck your girl that I know of. <laughs> Gotta add that that I that I know of. <laughs> and if I did, it wasn't personal because I didn't know she was yours. So you know, like, so what's our real issue? We don't really have one. So now you got to risk your life and your freedom because I don't underestimate no man. Anything that can happen to somebody else can happen to me. So I have to be fair. You risking your life of something happening to you or you risking your freedom from you doing something to me and possibly getting caught up for it. And for what? We both risking our life and our freedoms over what? Over some bullshit. I will be defending myself. Because I don't know you, nor do I have a problem with you. You know, what's interesting is that like I, I had not, I, I, I had never seen your page. I ran across a video of a guy that you knew that was talking shit about you and Floyd over the, the plane going to uh, Israel. Mm-hmm. And the way you handled that, and, 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 and in essence, what you, you basically, you're like, look, bro, like we better than this. And you got my phone number. You, you, you involving me in, in, you know, basically it's a clickbait situation. You didn't say that, but you, you bringing up my name mm-hmm. for clout when you personally know me and can reach out to me to resolve. Absolutely. I think that's distasteful. And, and the way you handled that, I said, I said, I got to talk to this brother. <laughs> Because I, 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 you know, I've had people talk shit about me and some people I would completely ignore because I'm not going to punch down. Like I'm not beating up no midget. Right. It serves no purpose. Well, I'm ignoring everybody who don't know me. If you don't know me, you're getting no response. Hell, even if you know me, you might not get a response. But if you know me and depending on what you do and depending on our rapport, like somebody who I love, if they did something like that, I'm not going on the internet. I'm going straight to them. Yeah. But for somebody who I have a rapport with and you can absolutely get in touch with me and you do that, then I feel like I owe you some reciprocity. I feel like, you know what? You invited this, I'm gonna accept this invitation. But I'm still gonna do it with class and dignity. I'm never going back and forth. I'm never gonna argue. If I address it, I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna be done with it. And whatever comes after that on the internet, I will no longer be involved in. So if I address like that situation that you're speaking of, I address that. Yeah. No matter what came after that on the internet, you never would have saw another response from me. Yeah, like I, and I and, and I try to I try to put myself in, in on both sides of the fence. If I was that guy and in that guy's shoes, I would have felt bad. And at that point, I would have had to reach out to you and, and apologize. Oh, he reached out, but he damn sure didn't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I I could see the error in doing that. That's just me. I. I would have thought I would have thought what you just said would have been the approach, but it was the direct opposite. You must got a you bigger platform thought, than that guy. You must have you know it's not that I have a bigger platform, it's that sometimes people swing in the dark and they'll hit whatever object that they'll they'll hit wherever their hands land. And he just you know, for me, I was just so annoyed by my name being mentioned you know that i said something and again it it wasn't no smoke it wasn't no pressure because you could see how i handled it the way i spoke it was just more or less like okay you want to know why i didn't say anything this is why i didn't say anything because of this this is why i didn't say anything yo and i I ain't got but a few minutes left first off shout out to your people for being just hyper professional i truly appreciate the love um very dope Oh, um, for sure. Uh, the the whole list 
that have been on uh, tearing up the internet the last couple of days, or maybe a week or so. Actually, since old girl came out with that Sorry, video. Sorry, I can't help you with that on Apple. Sorry, my watch tripping on me. Um, since old girl came out with the video that she wouldn't go to cheat to the cheesecake factory. Mm-hmm. So there was a sister that made a list, and then apparently some brothers made a list. Mm-hmm. And when I seen the the brothers list. The women's response was venomous. Oh, they they must be gay. I'll never, you know. And the dudes was like, you know, our response was a list to your response. Not going to a particular place on a date, I think, is a fair thing. I think we all got some places that we personally don't want to go. I think how you communicate that. I mean... If you got places you don't want, listen, if I don't want to go there on a first date, then I don't want to go there on no date. Exactly. I got some places that I just don't, there's no, for me, there is no acceptable place for a quote unquote first date because it's subjective and it's based on circumstances. I could meet a lady today in my elevator. We could exchange phone numbers and then say, hey, once we get some time, let's get together. The next time we get together could be very unconventional, unplanned, informal. Yes. You know, we could run into each other, both coming from the gym and decide, hey, let's let's go take a walk. Let's walk up the block to Starbucks. That's our first date, essentially. That's our first interaction. You know, so when people start to try to put these stipulations on everything, oh, you're not taking me here on a date. You're not taking me there on a date. Like, a woman just couldn't do that with me. First of all, you know, I'm a man. I carry myself a certain type of way. There's certain things that I'm going to do and I'm not going to do anyway. But you got to be into me, shorty. If we go bike riding, if I offer you to go bike riding for our first hookup, and if you don't want to do that, cool. But you're not going to stipulate to me where we're not going on a first date. I'm not... You know, first of all, that type of energy don't even come in a certain type of men. That's a fact. I'm moving. I'm, I'm moving, and, and, and I stand two feet, ten toes down on this. And I and I'm a, and I'm a. I don't salute myself about a lot, but I'm I'm I move like a boss because I am one, and I give off boss energy. And when you're a man and you give off boss energy, and I'm not talking about boss and having a bunch of workers, and I mean boss in confidence, boss in authority. Boss in leadership. Boss in trust me. I don't care if we do go get ice cream. You're going to enjoy this ice cream because you're going to enjoy the time you spent with me. That's what I'm giving off. And And I will add. And and if she's not receiving that, she ain't the one for me anyway. I'll add. Women, you got to know what you're dating for. If you're dating to, to get something expensive that night, the odds of you getting quality time after that, like the more expensive the date he gives you, the least time he's going to give you in the future on the I first mean, date. And again, if, if a guy didn't spend much on the first date, Man, he's going to remember that he didn't spend much on the first date. I'm going to tell him like this. When they come with all of these demands, if you're selling it, just tell me that. <laughs> Save us both the to try. If you if you want to just get it out the way, what's how much is it? Otherwise, let this thing move organically, please. What that man said. Let this move organically, baby. Straight up. Otherwise, got, how much is it? I agree with you a whole wholeheartedly on that one, bro. Yo, um, if people want to get in touch with you, how do you go about doing that? Shabazz the OG on Instagram. That's the best place to find me right now. Um, S-H-A-B-A-Z-Z-T-H-E-O-G on Instagram. Uh, if you do go to my page, I do have a, uh, I do have a book available that's uh, in the link in my bio called Flip Your Life. That's available. Um, I have some new exciting things coming up in the very near future that I'll be speaking about. So if you follow my page, you'll be abreast of that information as well. But yeah, Shabazz the OG is where they can find me at. Yo, how much is the book and what's just a quick synopsis? 
Um, the book is I have a audio and ebook bundle for twenty five. I have the original softback copy for twenty four ninety nine, and I have the restructured hardback with a new picture for forty nine ninety nine. They are all available on the uh, on the website. Okay, all right. Y'all make sure y'all go out and support the brother. Um, get get a couple books and, and make sure you hit him up for speaking engagements the whole nine. Yeah, please. I do speaking engagements. Um, also do life coaching. That's available on the website as well. Um, when 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 will this air? It just did, bro. Okay, so right now I'm also doing a raffle for um next Tuesday, October thirty first. Anyone who purchases a copy of my book and you send your contact information and your purchase confirmation to flip your life f-l-i-p-y-a-l-i-f-e at gmail.com flip your life at gmail.com send your contact information and your purchase information you enter the raffle to win five hundred dollars that i'm giving away on october 31st all tricks no treats pardon Yo, me you, no you, tricks all treats <laughs> <laughs> you got a you got a, a a flyer for that so i can post that shit I that you can no just email I mean uh, DM me like a flyer I can post on my um, page. I do believe that I let me see if I still have it over here because I did. Yeah, I, I definitely did would love I to see somebody win five hundred bucks. Yeah, you know it's a fair trade. You know you buy a book and possibly could win five hundred smackaroos. You know, oh, and, and while you're looking that up, uh, tomorrow I got Nuri Muhammad coming on at 7 p.m. So that should be pretty dope. And then I got uh, Brandon and Christina Smith um, from Love and Marriage Detroit. So that should be pretty dope, too, man. And what I'm going to do is I will have a... Damn, nigga, you don't be bullshitting, do you? <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I like that in you, bro. Yeah, there you uh, go. But at the top, you can see if you do post it, you can kind of crop the top part out that says um, "Get the book at tmtdn.com." You can crop okay. that part out because we're sending people to my link in my bio to get the book from my website. Okay, I got you. All but right. everything else on there is accurate. All right, man, and I, I'm not sure what I could possibly do for you in the future, but if there is anything, man, please don't hesitate to let me know, and I got you. Hey, you did something today. You put me in front of your audience. I appreciate it. Man, the, the, the appreciation is all this way, bro. Um, absolutely, thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. Um, you are, hey, you always welcome here, bro. Um, I appreciate you. No doubt, man. Um, you have a good one, too, bro, and I wish you much success or much okay. more success because... I, I know you didn't already done it. It's so much shit we didn't cover, but I only had an hour. So No, it's all good. I understand. You know, um, on that note, man, you have a good one, bro. And you I do the same. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, no doubt, man. It was a pleasure. Likewise. Take care. All right. Peace. Yo, I just want to say thank you again. It's your bastard OG, man. Very dope conversation, man. Truly appreciate the brother for stopping by. You know, I usually don't do shows on Wednesdays, so that was definitely a special occasion. And again, tomorrow at 5 o'clock, I got Brandon and Christina Smith from Love and Marriage Detroit coming on. And I also have uh, the brother himself, Nuri Muhammad, um, one of the Nation of Islam's finest, coming on tomorrow at 7 p.m. Y'all make sure that y'all like, subscribe, tag, share, the whole nine, man. Um, Show your boy some love. I'm putting out a lot of work out here, man. A lot of good quality shit, too, man. Yo, and I cannot thank Black Gun Owners Magazine. And Angel Dickerson, salute to you, man. Uh, definitely appreciate y'all um, for tuning in and anybody else that does, too. But uh, definitely got to show some love to those two, man. Definitely been supporting. Um, shout out to Rita, my manager. If y'all want to get on the show, make sure you... Uh, Tap into Rita. And matter of fact, let me uh let me give y'all her uh, her IG so you can tap into her if you just in fact oh my god, what the fuck? Something like crawled in my ear. I mean not my ear, my eye. Alright, uh blah 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 blah.
All right. Uh, it is Carita Montez Miller on Instagram. All one word. Carita, C-A-R-I-T-A. M as in Mary, O N as in Nancy, T as in Tom, E Z M as in Mary, I L L E R, all one word on Instagram. If you want to get on the show, get interviewed, the whole nine, you got to reach out to her. On that note, man, y'all have a good one. I'll be back tomorrow, same time. Peace.